Hello and welcome to Read This Fucking Book. This is episode six, Poison Princess by Cressley Cole. And I'm Rachel. I'm Elena. So for today's episode, we are reading The Arcana Chronicles number one, Poison Princess. Uh, it's by Cressley Cole. And this is our first new adult book on RTFB, uh, which means it's YA with sex. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The Arcana Chronicles has charted on the New York Times bestsellers. Uh, I looked really quick and it hit number five and number four. I think it was number five on the children's bestseller list, which horrifies me. And number four on the regular list. Uh, there are five books so far with one more coming out this year in 2017. I think that this would make the most amazing anime. Uh, but when I was Googling it, it also looks like somebody else thought it would make a good TV show. So there are, it's been optioned for a live action TV show. Uh, with a writer attached to it that has worked on Battlestar Galactica and the following, which means it could be pretty good, but that news is also like a year and a half old, so I don't know if it's actually going to happen. But if it does, sign me up. Number one fan. I'm here. <laughs> uh, so obviously I recommended this book. Uh, and so Elena, tell me, what is Poison Princess about? All right. Um, essentially, Poison Princess is about a... It's about the end of the world, uh, essentially. Evie is the main character. She is kind of a spoiled rich girl, but yeah. she has potential uh, schizophrenia. So she has just come back from rehab for that. What? Not rehab, but uh, she's been back from the nut house um, from <laughs> <laughs> when the book starts. And so she keeps having these visions of basically the apocalypse the end of the world all these crazy like things happening powers plants moving and the sun flashing and exploding and she uh, she can't stop drawing them she can't stop herself from having the visions and um come come to find out uh the end of the world actually happens like two weeks after she gets home and all of her visions are coming true eventually she is kind of forced to leave her safe little haven of home and goes on a road trip to find her grandmother um, with the companionship and protection of the baddest guy in her high school, <laughs> who's also apparently the only surviving person that she knew besides her mother. So um, I guess the only other thing worth mentioning uh, is that the reason she's going after Granny is because her Granny told her all about this when she was a little girl and essentially got banned from Evie's life by her mother and the authorities and, you know, everyone that could possibly have intervened because she was filling little Evie's head with crazy things. So that's why she's going for grandma to try and figure out like what's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like smiling like an idiot. Cause I like this book so much. And you're like, I hate you. You made me read this piece of crap. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I want to. I want to be clear. When Rachel pitched this book to me, I was like, "Oh God, it's maybe not my normal crack, but it sounds like it could be. Like, it sounds like it could be something sounds I'd like. like." So I was all on board, and like, I think I'm more disappointed than Rachel, which is hard to say, but I'm more disappointed than you are that I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, the first book is not. It's such a weird book because, like, the first third of it really is like her in high school and and like they spend an inordinate amount of time like talking about the labels of the clothing that they're wearing and and you know going to class yeah. and like obsessing over these cajun kids that are coming to school with them and 
and like that's like one book and then suddenly the world ends and it becomes a completely different book and some of the characters are similar but they're not really because the uh, jack daniels which is his actual name oh my god you can this is already like set up to be like a book that i'm gonna like because it's so cheesy but (laughs) he's like you know completely different on the other side of the flash after the flash than he is as like a shitty high school kid a 35 year old fighting (laughs) (laughs) drug dealing criminal hard knocks high school kid whatever um so i think it's a weird book to kind of just read and then talk about that you know whatever i assigned it uh but the other books are much more like within this kind of after flash world as they they run around and set up all their different camps yeah, oh, I can't believe we forgot to mention this. Um, the whole uh, sort of high concept of the book is that all the sort of af- apocalyptic players are based in the tarot mm-hmm. deck. So, like, everybody that has uh, some kind of supernatural power, it's based um, somewhat in the traditional, like, uh, uh, what, what are they called? The greater yeah, arcana, the arcana of the yeah. tarot decks. The major arcane, Which is I why I assigned it, because I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I mean, I it's silly, and it's a YA book, and I know that's not your thing, but I thought if I could get you to like a YA book, it would be one with sex and, like, cool, weird shit in it, like tarot deck stuff. Uh, yeah, post-apocalyptic tarot deck. Like, yeah, I'm in. What's not yeah, to like? like what the fuck the, happened? The, <laughs> the high concept of it is so is so good. Like that's why I think it would make such a great anime. Like it hurts me that this is not an anime. Like I I thinking <laughs> I think about it in terms of anime. Like I'm reading it and it is a manga in my head, you know? Like it's it's just so cheesy and really over dramatic and every character is beautiful and they've all got these crazy powers. So it's like the X-Men and like Percy Jackson and the Hunger Games and like some, you know, all mushed together because the the earth become yeah, the earth is like over and it becomes a field of battle for all of these these arcana to battle each other and there can only be one winner, of course. And the winner Yes, yeah, so there's a dash of Highlander yeah, in there too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean it's so come on. And I think I think the thing that ruins it for you is the fact that they're all fifteen. <laughs> like Yes. Like if this if this were like if it if they were adults. Yeah. Like, and if they acted like adults, but they so don't. Yeah. Yeah. This this is one of those things where this book was just kind of like, it's like, no, I'm definitely too old for this shit. Like, I wasn't like this when I was that age. And I'm now, like, so far past that point in my life that I literally just want them all to Darwin Award out of existence. <laughs> and Except for Jack Daniels. Like, you know what? Jack, honey, leave that dumb bitch behind. Come find me. We will roll off to Texas. I will, I will cook for you, and I can clean up all your horrible scars. I, I know how to do these things. I am practical. That I know, right? Jack is just... And I, and I have birthing gifts. Yeah, like, I've is... tested and proven. Like, I can get him out without dying. So, come on. Like, fuck that bitch. I mean, come it's on. so, like, if you, right. if you, like, <laughs> I mean, if you pull it all out, it's ridiculous. It's like, she's the perfect blonde Buffy, <laughs> right? And she's got these superpowers that she's basically poison ivy, but, like, on steroids. And Jack Daniels is, like, the, the hot Cajun bad kid who wears leather pants and, like, like he's he's not even that. Like he's he's beyond like just the sort of poser bad. Like he's legitimately from like wrong yeah. side of the tracks. Grew up in a shack with a like drunken alcoholic mother. Got beat to shit by like all her boyfriends. Like went to juvie. It, does he ever actually stuff. admit? It, yeah, he's yeah. Like has scars from like the fights he's been in and like 
people cutting him with glass bottles when they came at him and shit yeah. like that. Like he's had a really rough life and she she is beyond sheltered. Like he he likes to call her useless and like she is. It, it's Well, okay. So let's just let, all right, let's just start at the beginning, okay? Yeah, so let's just Evie jump in. is 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 useless, especially at the beginning. And she's not very likable. Like, she cares about... She really wants to be popular. She, that's, like, her thing. She's coming back from kind of secretly having been away uh, in Atlanta at a, a mental facility. And then she comes back and she doesn't want anyone to know. And, of course, her boyfriend is the most popular boy in the school. And he's a big, dumb jock. And all of her friends are, like, model in the summer. And, you know, it's very... It's, it's just very, like, cl- you know, clueless or... You know, any of that kind of thing. That's what I, yeah. that's what I, except it's in Louisiana. <laughs> so. Except it's, it's, except it's in a fucking town in Louisiana with like 8,000 people in it. I'm sorry. That doesn't happen. Like. Come on. These are, you know, she lives on the sugarcane farm and they all drive really nice cars to school. And it's just, it's, you know, it's this weird like high school story. And she's supposed yeah. to be shitty. And then and then as the books progress, she gets less shitty. But yeah, in Poison Princess, she is definitely still a princessy, like I mean, she she never kind of loses her that that like I don't even know what it is, but she fancies herself this person that's like, I can be friends with anyone. And I'm like, I'm sure half the high school fucking hated your guts, but whatever. Like, but she's like, <laughs> I want us all to be friends and I don't want to kill people. And that's wrong. And like, she still has that in her, but then she'll like go to sleep and mm-hmm. dream really like, um, like these really incredible dreams where she's just fucking gutting people and like drinking their blood and stuff and like waking up and being like yes i want to drink their blood and then she's like no that's not nice i can't be like that so she's struggling with this innate this this arcana that lives inside of her that is definitely different than her privileged the the thing is if she was actually nice i might not have hated her so much but she's I love that she's a bitch. I love that she's a bitch. Like the the lack of the utter lack of Mm self-awareness. Like she she has she has two major strikes, three major strikes against her for me. One is her utter lack of self-awareness that she thinks she's like this nice, kind person that everybody likes. And then like every time she has an interaction with Jack when she's meeting him at school at the beginning of the book, she's she's horrible horrible to him. him. And he doesn't really do anything to her at all. Like. No, he, he, he does nothing her. to deserve it. And <laughs> yeah, like, he checks her out when she's, like, in a short dress, like, giving her boyfriend essentially a blowjob on the way to school. Like, I'm sorry. What were you expecting? <laughs> but, like, aside, I, I don't mean to slut shame there. It's just, like, you can't get mad at somebody yeah, who yeah, looks at you for that. Yeah, yeah, she's got her, like, her ass in the air with her you underwear know? out, and this guy on a motorcycle goes by, and he looked at it. He looked. It wasn't like, he didn't crash. Yeah. He didn't, like, say anything. He just looked, <laughs> and that, like, drove yeah, her he just, out of her. He she's looked. like, oh, my God. Like, I, I can't believe he looked at me. How dare he? And then, like, it turns out he's in school. And I think she's embarrassed, like, because, you know, she's like, oh, God, he saw me in a compromising yeah. position. But, like, I- instead of making a joke about it or like trying to smooth it over or be nice or whatever. She's completely horrible to him. And like every time she has a, po- a like an opportunity to explain that she's not laughing at him or she's not looking down on him, she doesn't yeah. do it. She lets him think all these terrible things about her and then gets mad that he thinks these things about her when everything in her behavior 
like supports it this supports it. Him yeah, and then when you flash forward to the end of the like, book when it's all like she's like, I like him, but I can't tell him that. Like she's like having conversations mm-hmm. in her head where she's like, Oh, does he really like me? I don't know, because I feel like we have this connection, but maybe he likes Selena more than me, and I don't know, and I guess I'll just wait around and I hate this about myself, but instead of opening my mouth and telling mm-hmm. him, I'm just gonna like be a freak and like run into the woods. Yeah. And like and from his yeah. point of view, she's this weird, like bitchy girl that he's got a huge boner for and he's just kind of like uh-huh. I don't, he's like I don't why do I like you he's like I don't like you he's like but I do and you smell really good and yeah. like, you're the girl for me yeah and, and then she'll have like yeah, moments like of clarity a... but then she'll just be crazy again and he's I mean from his point of view she's just the worst <laughs> like, yeah like I, I, yeah so her, her lack of self-awareness her lack of useful life skills because we can talk more about this but like I wasn't I just I don't I can't deal with people who can't even like cook themselves an omelet and put gas in their own car. That's a whole rant. But like, so that people was one. And then the other, and, and then the other is that is that she like she's completely ineffectual. Like even even when she has the opportunity to like either use her skills or develop them, she chooses not to. She like yeah. it is a completely like I don't know. She she's just she's so. I can't even call it passive because she's too busy like emotionally dithering to make a yeah. decision and like. This her, her character brought out all of like my worst like I will f- fucking force you or shoot you myself like kind of totalitarian instincts. <laughs> I don't like that side of myself. That is so an incredibly ugly Selena. side of myself. My, you're Selena. My stress level was like through the fucking roof reading about this girl who like I, I don't know like the, the the easiest example. She like flips flips her shit. You know the militia's coming. She, she's like Jack is like baby we gotta run if we're gonna survive they will rape you to death and use your skin as a coat and if you're very lucky it happens in that order and she's like i can't go until you bury my mom okay fine i get that like i I can accept that but she fucking sits there and watches him dig a grave for her mother until his hands bleed she's not packing a bag she's not checking everything in the car she's not like gathering food she's not even moving her mother's body she's just watching him do this and i'm like oh my god you deserve a fucking darwin award you deserve to die for this i think she is (laughs) (laughs) i mean no but you're i think it's i love that about her though like i'm I do. I mean, like, yeah, she's very unlikable, and I think she deserves all of the shit that happens to her because she's the architect of it, right? Like, she she is the uh-huh. one that can't <laughs> communicate with people. Like, there's a whole conversation that that her and the other Arcana that that, that she picks up along the way because they're kind of drawn to each other, so she picks up Arcana, and like they'll be like, like, should we tell Jack what's going on? And they're all like, no. And it's like, why? Why is it a secret? The world is over. Who's yeah. going to find out? Like, is why? the government going to come and get you? No. Just let the guy know what the yeah. fuck is going on. Yeah, because he repeatedly tells her, like, please just trust me. Tell me why you need to get to your grandma so bad. And, like, I'll take you there. He All he all, all the dude wants is to know, like, why no, they're instead going. instead she just like, selfishly she uses people. She's like, you're going to take me through plague country yeah. and the cannibal country and the slaver country. And we're going to find my probably dead grandmother for a reason that I will not disclose to you. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, it, and you know what? The thing is, when... Ah, like Jack, unlike the way Jackson thinks, he reminds me of myself. Like he's like, okay, this is I've I've accepted that this is what we're doing, so let's figure out a way to get there. But her problem is that she can't even like give him a reason to go, and 
I don't know about Jack, but like I'm really terrible about motivating myself to do things when I don't have a reason to do them. Yeah. And so like the the whole let me like plot the best like course around all of these like horrific post-apocalyptic um denizens of the world um that really that that's a really hard part of my brain to access when I don't want mm-hmm. to do it. Like I'm like the, we have a motorcycle and a two-day ride to Texas. Why are we fucking here? Yeah. Like come on. And I mean I mean some <laughs> of that is I mean Granted, she has shown absolutely no ability to survive her on her own, and he's trying to teach her a little bit of stuff about, like, how do you sleep in a place and yeah. be safe while you're unconscious? And, you know, like, you should always carry these mm-hmm. kinds of things on you because they are the difference between life and death. And she's not really good at, like, mm-hmm. internalizing any of those lessons because she's too busy, like, obsessing over whether he likes her or not. And it's, like, she's 16. Yeah. But I, I think some of it is kind of his fault because he'll be like, look, you're useless. And like, I'm just going to do all this stuff for you because I can't trust that you'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the, at, from his point of view, he's also trying to keep them alive. This isn't like a, this isn't like a, let's see how she does kind of situation. It's like, if you fuck up, we die. Yeah, this isn't cheerleading yeah. camp. Like this is, it's life. It's literally life right. or death. But I mean, I, I, I do agree that he's, that he's kind of harsh with her in a couple places. And but like, she deserves whole, it. I mean, he is legitimately frustrated with uh, her ass. You know, like, yeah, like she she's legitimately frustrated. And while while I can understand balking at just doing what somebody's yelling at you to do, at the same time, like if you, if she had a shred of common sense, she'd recognize these things as the difference between life yeah. and death, and she wouldn't be arguing and she wouldn't be like dragging her feet and she wouldn't be refusing to learn them. Like I think what pisses me off, like th- okay, so the the book actually the main action of the apocalyptic section is like it starts like what 215 days post flash so it's it's like 6 or 7 months yeah. in i really she like the structure six of the or first seven book months. by the way it's my favorite of all the book structures like i think the first book is so interesting because it start it's like a flashback and then a journal and then she's talking to someone and then it keeps flashing back yeah. and forth. it just keeps it interesting in a way where it's not instead of plotting cuz you know road trips can get plotting and it, it helps mm-hmm. yeah no um I we can we can talk more about that because I actually want to know how the other yeah. books are structured. But, um, but she had like six or seven months where it was just like her and her mom, relatively like secure, hold up on their farm, and she doesn't learn much of anything. Like all she learns is how to scavenge, and she's like so super proud of herself that she can go to other people's houses and like b- find cans yeah. of food. And I'm just like. Uh, and, and, and the other thing is, is her inability or refusal to, like, take her vision yeah. seriously. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty practical person. I'm pretty grounded. I'm pretty logical. And I'm pretty, like, I don't know, like, woo-woo stuff comes really hard for me. But you know what? If I, if I have these what I think are schizophrenic visions, but then they actually fucking come true... Like, I'm rolling yeah. with it. I'm like, okay, voices, like, tell me fucking everything. I have to prepare for what? Okay, let's do this. Like, let's talk this through. And she, like, continues to ignore it and, like, pretend like she's just crazy and I'm just hearing things. I'm like, I'm sorry. The fucking flash that even your mother who hated all of this tarot shit from Granny and, like, told Granny, like, she'd point a gun at her if she ever shows her face again. Like, even your mom admitted it happened. Like, yeah. Well, okay. If you're worried about being crazy, like, your mom admitted it happened. So, like, I, I don't know. Maybe like you're not crazy, and just go with that. The visions, and but she, she doesn't. does find out that the visions are not her visions. So she does have grounds to distrust the visions. Like they, they they're not from her. They're coming from Matthew, who is the the fool card, uh, who is my favorite character, and he he's been kind of he acts. I think they actually use the phrase he's the switchboard. So he he can connect all of the mm-hmm. arcana, and he can he can let them. Uh, 
it's not telepathic communication because it's not all the time, but he can kind of connect them and like move pieces. Uh, all the different cards, you know, pertain, you know, whatever their aspects are as tarot. I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. know a lot about tarot, uh, but you know, they each character has strengths and weaknesses and tendencies and abilities that correspond to a traditional and sometimes historical interpretation of the tarot. And so the, you know, Matthew is the fool. So he was thought to have been autistic, but he wasn't really, he just has, he's, he's prescient so he can see the future and he's moving people via that influence. And he has, for whatever reason in this game, because the game happens every millennia or so, right? Uh, and this is the latest iteration of the game. Uh, he, he's, he's decided that Evie is one of his main players. If you think of it as chess, he's, you know, she's the queen and he's moving her around. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the the biggest character that we haven't spoken of is my favorite character. Well, my other favorite character, Death. I'm so team Death. I'm such trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am just a bag of hefty trash in a shitty bag. Like he is. He so he has won the last three of the of the games. So he's three thousand years old or whatever. And he's. <laughs> And, like, everyone else, when they die, they're reincarnated. This guy is not reincarnated. He is the same dude he has been for 3,000 years. So he's, like, what? He just he just outcreeped Edward Yes, Cullen. and he's got so much baggage. Like, he shows up. He's just, like, I remember what you did to me at the Galleons in, in 14. And she's, like, fuck it. What the fuck are you talking about? And he's, like, oh, right. You, can you remember? And she's, like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> like... So there's a lot of confusion like, about whether would they're reincarnated, if they're your <laughs> memories, if you're just another person, if you're the same person. Like, none of it really. It's very strange. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, alas, alas, death did not show up. Well, in, he shows up a little. I've He's got, like, a couple one. radio commercials, so, right? Like, Well, he, he has, yeah, she hears his voice a couple times, and she has at least his, one or two his, visions or dreams sexy, where sexy. he's there. But we don't see his face. We don't like. Oh wait, no, we do. Yes. And this bothered me because um, because he's like described as noble and the hottest guy she's ever seen. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know what faces looked like three thousand years ago, but I'm gonna bet that like he probably isn't that hot by modern standards. You shut your mouth. He's beautiful. I've decided. And he's probably kind of short. No, no, you he's know? very tall. Because like people three thousand years super, ago like weren't that tall. He's super tall. He's latvian so he's got that he's got that proto viking blood and (laughs) i'm not kidding he has long white blonde hair and beautiful eyes that get that glow when he gets emotional and oh so so he's like um one of the white walkers yeah he's like a super that's like a real winner super hot white walker like just like lady boner instantly like when you look at look, it. Look, I'm picturing Alexander Skarsgård <laughs> and like I'm, you know, I'm I'm digging it, but I just I'm just saying like I my eyebrow raised and I was like eh, negative ghostwriter. I think it's just funny because she's like, you know, like when you're reading the books, you're like, "Oh, man, this Gambit guy, that's the guy." You know, Jack Daniels, he's sexy, he's got the French Cajun accent. He's like not super educated, so he he's like his emotions like are like he doesn't express himself that well so when he finds the words to express himself it's even like more arresting and you're like yeah this is the dude and then like i'm like no death (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you know, Death rides in on his yes. pale horse, and Rachel's like, yeah. He's got a pony. You know you used to look at that card when you were a little girl. You used to she love loved that card. card. She looked at that card all day. <laughs> He's got a pony. He's got a badass. I'm, it's a really nice pony. He's got a badass set of armor and a really cool helmet, right? And a scythe and a sexy, sexy voice. And this ability to just never fucking shut up. He's always in her head. And he's always like, hey, 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 creature. How's how's your day-to-day creature? And she's like, fuck off. I'm trying to bone this dude. And he's like, stop it. And, like, she has no idea why any of this is happening. Just that this, like, deaf guy is in her brain. And I don't, I don't know if you caught it, but, like, near the end of Poison Princess, when she's talking to Arthur, who is the alchemist... Who is her first kill, mm-hmm. right? He's he's like that shitty arcana yeah. that had been... Oh, God. And that's the thing about this book is, like, they're all teenagers. Like, I have to keep reminding myself. These people are, like, 15, 16 years old, and they're all the worst humans you've ever thought of. Like, Arthur is a dude in a shack in Tennessee somewhere collecting women in a basement, like, Buffalo Bill style. And he's, like, experimenting <laughs> on them and, like, all this. And they're, like, dead and dying and decomposing and, like, you know, like, oh, it's awful. And so she stumbles upon him. And that's kind of, like, the conceit of the first book is that she's telling him her story. And he's recording it and then, like, thinking, like, insane thoughts to himself about how he's either going to bed her or cut her into pieces. And... Yeah, he's either... And, and by the way, through all of the points of view we have from Arthur, we get no... Like, we don't know that he is one of the Arcana. He doesn't seem to realize that he is. Right, because so, he's taking like he, so he knows, many he, drugs he, that he's brewing that he can't hear the voices anymore. But I think it's also just because Matt right. doesn't want to talk to him. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, Matt's yeah. like, ugh, no. So she's telling him all this <laughs> shit while sitting on his couch. And one of the things that she relates is that, like, on the way to his house, after she had, like, run away from Jack... <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Is that for, like, the three days that she was on her own, death never stopped talking to her. And, like, I want to know what he was saying. (laughs) What was he saying? (laughs) How did she feel? Um, But I want to talk about the other characters. So, obviously, I'm going to – so, spoilers for the rest of the book. Sorry, guys. Um. So I made you a list, and we're looking at it in a doc. So of all the tarot characters, all but one of the tarot characters have been named uh, in the five books that are currently out. Uh, the fifth book is called Arcana Rising. And these this series was, like, my winter read. Like, I discovered it, like, over Christmas break and then, like, mainlined it. And I've probably read it, like, three <laughs> times since then because I just read it on the train. And, like, I'm obsessed. I'm sorry. Like, I know you don't like it, but I'm, like, I'm there. I'm 11. I'm, like, like, it's, like, rated on 1 through 10. I'm at 11. So all the different characters. And then I kind of, like, grouped them like it made any sense to Elena because she's only read the first book. I'm, like, these are the good characters and these are the bad characters. And here's all the dead characters because I don't care about spoiling her. So one of the things that I – so what do you want to know? Because I want to spoil you and I want to have fun with it. Yeah, just tell tell me tell me everything you want to tell me because um like if 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 I ever go back and finish this series, I'm not going to mind like knowing a little bit uh ahead. On something like this, I don't mind spoilers. So Okay. So tell me you um, talk you you lead the discussion at this point. <laughs> okay. So I will reveal to you that for the entirety of the time between the Flash and Jack showing up at her house. Mhm. 
he has definitely had her phone that whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, he, that actually came the up. The phone in, that his friend stole. Yeah. Yeah, it was her boyfriend's phone. And so he's that, that came up in the book when he's, like, making his big confession that, no, actually, I do really like you. <laughs> yeah, I um, do really like you. And I've been a creeper staring at photos of you on your on your boyfriend's phone uh, that he found. So, like, there's that. So, like, there's that level of him that you don't see, right? Because he's, like, <laughs> a very, like, he's, like, a still waters run deep kind of character. He doesn't really show what's going on. Uh, and, like, Evie's way too obsessed with herself to kind of, like, even though she's, like, really likes him, she doesn't obsess over him in the way where she's like, well, what's he thinking? What's he like? What, right. What, where did he go from here? It's all very, like, related to her. Like, does he like me? Is he looking at me? Is he mm-hmm. close to me? Can I touch him? It's, like, very juvenile, mm-hmm. like, lust. Right? Yeah. But I, I feel like on his, I think for him it started with lust, but then it became something else. So... Uh, I can't, and because I've read all the books, I can't remember. I mean, I know what happens at the end of the first book, but I can't remember certain things that were revealed. But did you, I mean, this is so fucking obvious, but uh, Jack's father that he didn't know is obviously her boyfriend's dad. So he was really, it comes out that like he was kind of after her from the start just to steal her away from this half brother. Oh, had a life that he would never have. Oh, holy shit. No, I did not I all I mean all he's all that came out in the first book was that his dad was, you know, some rich lawyer who wouldn't have anything right. to do with his mom. But no, I did not put together that it was um dumb old Brandon's uh dad. Yeah. So you know, there's that. Okay. So he kind of has like this dishonest streak in him where mm-hmm. you know I mean, he, he obviously what he feels at the time of his confessions is true, but he has this tendency to kind of smooth over some of the things that may not work with his point of view at that time. <laughs> so that all comes out, right? And so Evie gets really mad at him. And then uh, they kind of work through some of that, but when it, they obviously become separated, right? Like, obviously. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole thing where they meet a couple of, of other arcana and one of them is a double agent and betrays them and she is separated from the group. So the fool and uh, Selena and Finn and Jack go off in one direction and then Evie goes off in the other direction with death, right? Obviously. <laughs> so... <laughs> Death has, of course he does, because he's the opposite of Jack. He has this amazing fortress, like, in the woods. It's got, you know, he's got generators. He's got food stocked. You know, you can live like a person. He's got a fucking library. And let me tell you, he shows that bitch his library. And he's like, (laughs) he can speak all these languages. And they, like, have drinks at night. And he tells her, oh, I'm going to kill you. It's very, like, Dread Pirate Roberts. She's like, are you going to kill me today? And he's like, no, not today. And then, like, he knows that because he's a stalker he knows that she's a dancer so he sets up like a dance studio for her and then creeps on her when she's dancing in there and like all this shit is happening and like he's still not really making time with her like that's kind of like so every card has their weakness and death's weakness is the empress because she's life and he's death so she's the only person on the planet that he can touch without killing Mm-hmm. so obviously he's got a huge boner for her so there's like all this shit and he's kind of making time but then he doesn't trust her and she's having all these visions that matt is sending her from afar that like you know like 
basically past lives of how they've kind of gotten close, but then she's killed him or he's tried to kill her and all this crap. And I mean, like, at this point, he has also been, like, horrible to her. Like, uh... There's like that one, I, don't, I forget, I think it's like near the end, like before she leaves Haven, but he's like, I'm going to drink your blood from the end of my sword and like all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, so he's not making too much time with her. And eventually he's like, well, fine, I'm going to fuck you up. He's like, Jack killed, Jack killed your mother. So that like super fucks her up because she's still like, I'm waiting for Jack and I'm going to come back for Jack and Jack's going to get me and blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, fuck that guy. He killed my mom. So she has, like, a whole, like, break from him so that she can have her romance with death, which mm-hmm. is awesome. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. He's, like, pining for her for 3,000 years. And, like, it also comes out that they got married in the game before. And, like, it was all a plot from her. She wanted to get close to him to get his armor off. So, like, they get married. He takes his armor off. And then she tries to kill him. And then he killed her (laughs) instead. So it's, like, all this crap. And I'm like, oh, yes, give it to me. Give it to me. This is great. You know? And then... Yeah, I know. It's awful. So then eventually all this other shit goes down. There's a lot of dithering. There's a lot of, you know, oh, what do we do? Oh, let's meet new Arcana. And they introduce all these new people. And so while she's literally sitting in a castle just, like, on her ass doing whatever. Being Evie. Jack. Yeah, being Evie. Jack sets up, like, a town. (laughs) Like, he's raiding armies. He's gathering people together. Like, this guy is a self-starter. Okay, he's, he's doing shit, right? Meanwhile, Death is just like, oh, I'm going to kill everyone. I don't care. I'm just going to win the game. But I kind of have this boner for this girl. So it's very like, you know. So I'll kill her last. And we'll live. I'll kill her last. Yeah. I'll kill her. T- I'll kill her till I don't want to fuck her anymore. I mean, I'll, I'll keep yeah. her alive till I don't want to fuck her anymore. And then, and then right. Well, over. I mean, like for him, it's more like, it's more like, oh, every time I let my guard down and love you, you try to kill me and all this shit. <laughs> like a lot of guilt. There's a lot of guilt. So, anyway, so there's this all this other shit. There's one I want to condense this, but she, there's like there's like a, a like a come to Jesus moment, and it's like you have to choose, like who do you want to be with? <laughs> and I think this is pre-sex. Yeah, this is pre-sex with death. So she hasn't had sex with death yet, but she has had sex. Oh my God, Elena, <laughs> when she has sex with Jack in the second book, it's hilarious because like of course they like make out and there's like all these other scenes and then like they're stuck in a valley with like all the zombie bagmen like coming for them but they know they have like a couple hours before they actually show up so Mm -hmm. she let her and and jack just like find a cave to like do it in and there's like all this shit where he's like you know oh an attentive lover and blah 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 blah, and they're like doing it and then like in her head death is just like slots it's like fucking stop it and she's like what the hell this guy really doesn't want me to get any and there's always all these jokes because she doesn't know the wife thing yet but it comes out that he's just really in emotional pain because that's his wife and she's cheating on him so anyway (laughs) fast forward (laughs) then she chooses jack she's like i've thought about it i've decided despite the fact that death has like all these resources it's kind of growth it represents growth for her because she's really selfish and she uses people like even jack she uses them Mm mm-hmm and she it's ridiculous she's like i choose jack and he's like oh i am dead inside you have wounded me blah 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 and he's like roaring to the sky and he like drives off on his horse and she (laughs) everyone else has cars and he 
<laughs> so she's like running for Jack, and he's like on like a, a oh not not like a radio. What are they called? A walkie-talkie, and he's like, "Oh, Cher, you you pick me, you pick me, oh blah, you know, like fucking French and whatever." And she's like going down into the valley to like get with him, and Selena's like over her bag, and she's like, "Yes, my friends are gonna get together." And then Richter shows up. Richter is the emperor, and he has like volcano powers, and he volcanoes all of them to death, and then the book ends. <laughs> and it's awesome. So. Then you get a whole nother book where she's like, everyone I love is dead except for death. And so then she like gives herself up to death, but it's not in like a weird despair way. Like she decides that she doesn't have anything else to live for, but this the guy who's actually kind of decent. And of course they do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And then meanwhile, Matt and well, Selena's definitely dead, but Matt and uh, and Jack survive. And it's like there's a whole, all these point of view chapters from Jack. And it's, like, really great because you get to finally get in his head and, like, feel, like, see more of the things that you, he, you know, he's still water runs deep kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's, like, making his way back. And finally Matt, like, reveals all the bullshit that he's, like, put everybody in with that by not giving them the information that they were thinking that he was actually offering. And then she's like, well, shit, what do I do? I've got this guy who's, like, my husband. And I've got this other guy who's, like, my <laughs> Like, she, what does she say? Fate and soulmate or something like that. She's so bullshit. <laughs> such bullshit. And then, like, at the very, very, very end of the last book, she, like, keeps falling over. And, like, she's been training with death, but she's not, like, really good at it. And, like, you don't know why. And finally, he's like, oh, you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm like, she is fucking 16. I was so mad. I'm 16. More, I'm more concerned for the fate of the baby. <laughs> Right? Like, what is it? It's like, going to be like a weird, like, devil. No, no. Like, how is she possibly going to be a competent fucking caretaker? Like, <laughs> she, she can't even take care of herself. And, yeah. Well. I, I am. I'm a little concerned. You're a little concerned. So, like, amongst all of this bullshit, right? Because we have our three main characters and it's definitely mm-hmm. a love triangle. You know, all these other arcana are showing, are coming in and coming out mm-hmm. and they're having, like, battles. And it's, like, great because it's, like... It's like watching an anime. You have plot, 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 and then you have battles for, like, three chapters, and then you have more plot. And it's just, like, there's all these there's all these mentions. Like, they do eventually find her grandmother, and then she dies. But they find the grandmother, and they get the chronicles. And, like, one of the things that she reveals is that there are major arcana, but there are also minor arcana. And the minor arcana kind of, like, live in the on the down low. Like, they don't participate in the game between the major arcana. They... They are for after the game is over. It's mm-hmm. for like rebuilding civilization and all that stuff. So they are working. They usually, if they appear, are working against the Arcana. They want them all to die. They want to like speed up the process. <laughs> so there's like all this bullshit about how she's like has memory of like going to the doctor that works for death and like getting um, birth control. And then like, that guy being like, that never happened. So, like, a lot of people think he's a minor arcana because he's trying to fuck with Evie. But I really don't understand how getting her pregnant <laughs> gets... I don't understand how any... I'm like, okay, she's pregnant. Now what? <laughs> like, how does how does this usher in the end of this game? Uh, but there is, like, a lot about, like, how do they break the game? And they talk about how, like, the gods are real and how, like, the game has gone on and on and on because all of these arcana are representations or like 
the, the champions of each of these gods and then they fight. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like the lore of it. It's really, I don't know. It's really, it's silly and stupid, but I love it. And I hate that you don't like it. <laughs> Dude, again, like I, I, I wanted to like it. Like the, the, the concept is fucking brilliant. Um, and I, I was actually one of the questions I had is like, how, how is it actually enforced? Like, I mean, because mm. I, I know like in a, in battle Royale um, and then the hunger games after, afterward um like there's actually consequences for not playing like the the there are right. sort of game makers um dungeon masters for all you tabletop gamers listening um that basically force them to play um so there's no like everyone just sort of getting together and having a gentleman's agreement and saying yeah fuck this shit let's just all live right you know? and they do that they do try the gentleman's agreement and it works for a time but i think it's not going to work forever because uh, you know they haven't so there are some arcana that are just not from this like southeastern area where they mm-hmm. all seem to know each other and they come in and they just fuck shit up like Richter is one of them the lovers obviously don't work very well with others um, <laughs> they're like weird Siamese twin I don't, I don't I can't even everything is terrible like anytime you meet someone there's like a cannibal who's like eating arms that aren't even cooked or this a twin that ate his other twin and now she's inside of him and, now, and like they're Siamese people. Um, <laughs> Soul, who is the sun card, he's got like sun powers. So like Evie's like really eager to like pair with him and like, like, you know, make mm-hmm. him be her friend because when he uses his sun shit, that empowers her because she's plants. Right. And, but he's like really fucked up and weird because he's got these two best friends that turned into bagmen, mm-hmm. which are basically like water zombies. And so he keeps them chained up and like with him all the time. But he seems to also be able to control bagmen. So he's got these weird, like it's like the end of Shaun of the Dead where he's got like the zombie <laughs> in the shed. But he's got these two bagmen that are his friends. Like everything's just terrible. And he, it, like, I don't know. They're just so weird because there's, like, 22 of these fuckers. And she just keeps throwing them in. And we still haven't even gotten to all of them. Like, all of them have been named, but not all of them are real characters. Uh-huh. Uh, except for the Hanged Man. Uh, I guess in every in every iteration of the game, there's always one card that is randomly inactive until that arcana kill, and that, until that person kills another arcana and then their card activates. Mm-hmm. So this one, the only one that people don't know about is the Hanged Man. So obviously he's the inactive card. And obviously it's Jack. Right. Like, <laughs> obviously <laughs> so of course everybody's like well who's he gonna kill and they think oh who's gonna kill the lovers because the lovers killed his sister mm-hmm. so we'll see we'll see i'll see <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me about I'll it like about. please please feel free to like tell me about all of this because i'll see like, and i'll let you know if, if, if <laughs> alas that you were not able to say with any honesty the dithering stops and evie gets practical no like, he doesn't. Because if, if if that had been the case, I would have I would have been willing to venture forward just for the, the uh, setup and the story. No. Um, so I think one of the no, she's always I think that's what you're like to go back to what you were saying. Like, there's no mechanism that forces the game. Like, yeah. Other than the fact that like some people just break the alliances, there's also like there are aspects of each of their characters that they just can't help. Like Finn can't help but like fuck with people and like play tricks on people and mm-hmm. death can't help but kill people and evie can't help but be the red witch and she is definitely like trying to resist it but she also can't win the game without it and matt keeps telling her like you have to give into this like you have to bring on the red witch and her grandmother tells her before she dies like once he's she's like i can tell that you haven't given into her because when you do you will permanently become 
you know, her. Like, you'll have mm-hmm. the, the shining glyphs and the ivy tattoos and your hair will be red and there will be, you know, flowers in your hair and all that shit. So, yeah. Well, I, I guess one of the other things that, that did bother me and is... It, <laughs> is how much Evie resists, like, exploring her powers or, like, even getting to know them. Like, I, I, I understand when she's having these nightmares that, you know, about the Red Witch. And she's like, I don't want to be her. Oh, my God, she's terrible. Like, I guess my problem is, again, it's emotional histrionics. She's making an emotional decision versus, like, making a pragmatic, thoughtful decision of, hey... Like, skill competence, like, knowing what my powers are, having skill competence in them does not, in and of itself, violate my conscience or my ability to choose. It's like, for her, I, I don't know, maybe for her it does. Maybe maybe because she's such an emotion-based, like, decision-maker, like, for her, having, like, a full grasp of those powers would, in fact, render her that horrible person. Like, maybe that's what she's really afraid of. Maybe that's why she spends her whole life like, oh, my God, I have to be friends with everybody because, she, like, deep inside, she actually is this really, like, awful, fucked up, like, person. <laughs> awful person. Well, that's, like, the thing, like, at the end of the but, first book when she, like, gives into it and she rips mm-hmm. that dude in half. Yeah. Like, that like was, she's, like, I'm sorry, she's that was righteousness and that was justice. That's not, yeah. like, I, I don't understand why she can't, like, see shades of gray here where, like, sometimes some motherfuckers just got to die and right and she's very like this is me now and i'm not gonna hide it and like you know she's like standing on the porch when her friends roll up and Mm -hmm. like you know jack shows up and like jack does the sign of the cross at her which she has you know been thinking like if he does that if he sees me as i really am and he does that i'll be devastated and he does it Mm -hmm. and then she's kind of like eh. (laughs) (laughs) see see we didn't actually get her reaction it just he showed up and like made some sign and i wasn't even sure like the thing is like make he makes the sign of the cross so does that mean he like held up his two hands like in the ward against evil sign of the cross or did he do the catholic genuflect like you know um head chest shoulder shoulder because that could could have also been like praise jesus she's still alive you know like that was right that was very ambiguous to me um what he was supposed to be doing jack time like he sees her. He's like, yeah. He's like, as far as I knew, you were a 16-year-old cheerleader. And then I walk up because I think you're dying. Mm-hmm. And instead, you've ripped a dude in half. And you're covered in vines. And you got weird shit in your hair. And your eye, you know, you're glowing. And you're, you're like, blood all over you. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, bleh, I'm yeah. I'm there. And, and, and like, <laughs> he's like, of course. He's like, he's like, I had to, like, take a moment. Yeah. And deal with that. And she, like, holds it against him. But what's weirdest is, like, she seems to have accepted herself. Mm-hmm. And then a chapter later, she's like, I gotta hide it. Jack will help me. He, We're gonna try to figure out how to get rid of this. And it's just that like, she's constantly yeah. resisting yeah. Well, the, the other, arcana thing. The other thing is this. Like, if you look at who Jack is, I mean, aside from the whole, like, gore spatter covered in blood being not so sexy, I kind of feel like he'd have a lot of respect for the Red Witch. He'd be like, yeah, that bitch gets it done. She's a survivor. Mm-hmm. She is an asset. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, and Evie knows this. He's been telling her for, like, the last, you know, 500 miles that you're useless and a dead weight. And suddenly she can, like, defend herself. She can, like, make shit happen. And she's like, she can make clo- she can make food with her blood. She can make <laughs> she can make food for them. She can defend them. She can attack people. She can like she has poison tipped claws. She is no longer helpless, and she thinks he's going to not like that. Oh my god! 
that's super frustrating and that continues for like three bucks <laughs> but it's weird because like she, when she's with death death loves all that about her he's mm-hmm. like oh he's like you're he's like you're the most powerful card he's like you're the only card that can kill me i'm the only card that can kill you like we're power together we can end the game you know like all this stuff and she like buys it Mm -hmm. so it's it's really like she just needs to be flattered (laughs) it's she has this weird ego it's and it's difficult for her to like not be like that like she it's weird because there's there's really great moments where she'll go up to care she'll go up to her she eventually because of she gains she gets her chronicles back so she has like access really to the memories that she had lost and Mm -hmm. so like lark who is the fauna the uh the strength card and cersei who is the empress card like those are people that she had allied with in the past and then like fucked up the high priestess not the uh she she's the empress cersei is the high priestess. i'm sorry yes the high priestess card sorry uh, and you know she apologizes to them. She's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. That was bad of me. And I know that I haven't done anything yet to like make you feel like I'm not going to be like that. But you know, she's constantly telling people like, I'm not that character. I'm not her. I'm not the mm-hmm. Red Witch. I'm I'm new and I'm different. Um, whether or not she will succeed at that, I don't know. There's a book left, but it's just it's interesting that she's constantly warring against that character in a way that sometimes seems like. Like, it's not useful. It's like, do you want to beat Richter? Do you want to mm-hmm. kill Richter for killing Jack like you thought? Or do you, you know, like, or do you want, or, you know, because she's like, oh, if I, if I'm the one that wins, she's like, I can help repopulate the earth with plants and like people can like eat again. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes she's like, no, we all have to be friends. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and death gets really frustrated with her. There's this really great <laughs> section where he's like, fine, I will help you. Because she's like, I'm leaving whether you want me to go, whether you want me to go or not. And I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and he's like, fine. So he's like, gets in a car and they're going to pick up, they're going to pick up Lark's boyfriend, Finn. Finn, who's a, he's a really great char- character. And they're like, all right, we're going to go find him. And he's like, gets in a car and it's very transporter. He's like, it's a really nice car. And he drives really well. And they're like driving down the street. And then, of course, like Lady Luck and them show up and they have like a helicopter and there's missiles. And he's like, right, left, right, left. And like all this bullshit happens. And then they get to the very end and they pick up these people and he he trusts her like she's like look i've been through some stuff because there's other i mean a whole bunch of other shit happens where she's alone and on her own and meeting all these characters she's like look you have to listen to me like i know these people even though you don't and i think you should do this this and this and he's like okay i trust you Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of thing that she doesn't get from jack Mm -hmm. like jack would always question her jack would be like i don't know i think i'm gonna do my idea instead of your idea whereas death is like whatever you're you know you and i are the same person so if you think that it's good then we're gonna do it and you know so there's all these like competing qualities that keep that keep the 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 triangle going and i happen to be a person who doesn't necessarily mind the triangle Mm -hmm. uh but i do get frustrated when they spend a lot of text and like even matt like talks about this with her where she's like i love them both equally which is just like whatever the fuck that means and I'm like, okay, well then, like, have both. Have your like harem mm-hmm. of dudes. What what is the fucking problem? Yeah, like it's the but... end of the world, and they've like made repeated, repeated assertions about how scarce women are and how yes. like I mean I don't know. There's multiple like science fiction stories 
at least that I'm aware of, not not necessarily ones that I've read, but I'm a, that I'm aware of, where that's kind of the scenario is women are a resource, and so every woman has like eight or ten husbands, and that's just the mm-hmm. way you do it. I don't know, like what? And she seems. She, I don't. I. I mean, hey, she she seems pretty fucking high maintenance. So you know what? They'd probably be cool with it just for that. She's like, so high maintenance. It would be perfect. It would be the ideal situation because like death. Death could, like, get all their shit for them, right? He, like, has all this money and all these resources. He could, like, get, you know, he could be, like, Daddy Warbucks and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the ultimate fighter, like, you know, that. And, like, the artistic, sensitive soul, like, you know, his fucking art and all that bullshit. And and then she has Jack, who's, like, a go-getter who, like, goes out and he does things and he's a leader. And, like, he's good at interfacing with different people and, like, getting people to follow him. It's, like, it's, like, okay, both of those dudes together make one decent guy. So you should just have both. <laughs> and, and, you, and you tell them, this is how it's going to be. You can have half of me or none of me. And yeah, make them, give them the choice, you know, but they're both going to probably choose half. And like, once that choice is made, like, you're done. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Half a vagina or no vagina. Exactly. Like, what and, is and your better, choice? And, be- and not just that, like, have the primo vagina in the entire world at this point, because she's the only one that's going to smell nice. I smell like honeysuckle when I'm coming. Like, okay, everybody else, like, can't find enough fresh water to drink, much less bathe in. And, you know, she's like the goddess of uh, fecundity and flowers, and she always smells I'm like crying. them. Come on. Like I'm that. crying. <laughs> oh, I love... Oh, it's so good. I just... I don't know why you don't like these books. Come on, Elena. These are the best. Because, because of Evie. Because, like, I look at every single decision she makes, and I'm like, girl, you are fucking this up. Like, and I, I, I don't, I don't do well with the kind of, with the kind of characters that I, I can't, like, relate to their decision making. It raises my blood pressure. It, like, puts me in a really bad place. Um, yeah. I love it. Well, I think what you said, you were like, oh, Rachel thought she was going to get something that was, like, a relaxing, like... <laughs> Yes. You know, like a pop a pop fiction, like and it's like causing you anxiety. Yes, I'm like I'm like about to have a fucking aneurysm over here. <laughs> um so I do want to go through so I did have coherent notes before yes. I like drank a whole half thing of gin and started spewing on you. So it's okay, I've uh, been drinking Jack Daniels. Of, yeah, of course you have. Um so there are a lot of things, you know, like I found the fandom on Goodreads at least. I haven't been on Tumblr yet, but uh the, it seems like there's a lot of people that feel like Evie will kill Death. Uh, and I don't think that's true. I think Death will sacrifice himself for her. If you think about it is in terms of, of theme, right? He has mm-hmm. killed her twice mm-hmm. and won the game three times. And all of this is about him, like, learning to love, learning to trust, having someone he can touch without dying, feeling the, you know, the form of a woman for the first time and all that shit. <laughs> so I... I I feel like, especially now that Evie is pregnant, that there's go- something's going to happen where death will sacrifice himself. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that happened before Evie chose, of course, it was like a thing. It was like, you know, Evie, Evie's choice. So before she made her choice, right, by the designated time, uh, 
Death and Jack, who had been hanging out for like half a book together, kind of against their will, but like grudgingly respecting each other, like had a discussion. And Death was all like, I can provide for her. I have a house. I have generators. I have enough water and food for 15 years. Uh, you know, what, what do you offer? <laughs> and Jack was like, yeah, you're right. That's true. So Jack had like stepped down and was like, you, you should have her and like mm-hmm. left. But then he had said like, if she chooses me. I'm going to take her. Mm-hmm. And of course she ends up choosing him and like running off and like death is all like, oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's going to be reciprocated. Right. Cause it's like, that was her ultimate choice. And he was big enough to kind of like, not forgive her, but like accept that mm-hmm. after he, uh, they thought Jack was dead. And so when she got with, with death, he was like, look, he's like, you can talk about Jack. He's like, he was important to you. And you, you know, he was a good person. Um, so I feel like Jack, I feel like death is going to be like, I will sacrifice myself so you guys can be happy. But you know, because who, will he be able to touch his own child without them dying? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's my own theory about the next and final book. I did want to also tell you, uh, my, my alternate titles. Yes. For the book. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, my favorite is the Statutory Rape Chronicles, My Dates with Death, journal by Evie. Uh, because he's supposed to be like 24 and she's like 16. So it's very Angel and Buffy. Even aside from the fact that he's really 3,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. Physically. Yeah. Physically, it's still illegal he's by the crazy. laws of He's He's like, I have bought you point shoes. And she's like, oh, I'll put these on and dance for you. He's like, yes, dance for me. I will sit in this couch and you will dance for me. And then, like, after, like, they get together, he's like, tell me all your erotic fantasies. And it's just, you know, <laughs> that part of the new adult book. Yeah, like, dude, she's she's 16 and she's just, like, awakening. Her fantasies aren't going to be that, like, advanced. Her fantasies suck. Her suck she'll be like oh i dreamed of i dreamed of licking your tattoos exactly like Like, (laughs) you have to have that kind of like gentle awakening period before like you move on to the advanced courses (laughs) but that's what i feel like i feel like that's what death is because death is like this three thousand year old virgin guy who's just like super happy to get any poon right and so she's gonna like go from go from him and then when she finds jack again it's gonna be like advanced course let's do it Well, it's uh, it's funny that you say that because here's my context for Cressley Cole. <laughs> oh, right, because you had been familiar with the author before. Yeah, the, the the Cressley Cole books that I've read, the professional, the master, the player, and it's like these intense like Russian mafia BDSM books. Oh my god! <laughs> Which, by the way, Rachel, if you want turnabout, maybe I'll fucking make you read those. I don't know. <laughs> Is death in them? Okay. No. <laughs> There's no death. They're not supernatural. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder how, like, cause it's the same pen name, right? And and like, yeah. she was able to get these like YA books yeah. under the same name. Yeah, and like they're getting like option to be on the CW. And if you Google her, it's like BDSM shit. Yeah, that's. I'm like, I, I at least do the Ian Banks, Ian M Banks thing, where you're like, this is this, these are separate. Like, please. <laughs> Let's not cross pollinate here. <laughs> there 
there's no, not yet anyway, there has not been any BDSM. I mean, seriously, her, this is what, this is what Evie does to finally seduce death. I'm sorry. This is what she does to start the seduction of death. When she decides that she, this is actually when she thinks that she's going to get back with Jack questionable anyway she obviously has a boner for death as well Mm -hmm. so she's like oh i know i will seduce him and get close to him and then and then i'll we'll become allies and i'll stop this and of course death is like oh you're just trying to get in my pants so you can kill me (laughs) so she goes outside and so death the death is allied with lark who is the strength card who is she is the mistress of fauna so she has all these animals and she, one of the animals that follows her around the castle all the time is this like shitty wolf. So she's like, oh, the wolf is the wolf. She's like, I'm going to do what Mel, her best friend, her awesome best friend that dies for, at the beginning of the book. Yeah, Mel was pretty great. She's, oh, Mel was awesome. She's like, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do what Mel, what would Mel do? She's like, Mel would get naked. She's like, well, I'm not going to get naked because I'm a prude. She's like, so I will go out and I will wear a black bra with a white T-shirt. And I will wash this dog in front of death. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. This happened. I read it on the train. So she's like pouring water on herself and showing off her bra. To, I hope at least it wasn't padded. Showing off her bra <laughs> to this guy who's, like, doing his, like, half-naked sword-fighting shit in the front yard. And he's like, oh, that's making me feel weird. So that's, like, the beginning of her seduction of death. <laughs> and so, like, finally, like, when her and Jack get together, it's very, like, there's been, like, building tension. They've made out a few times but keep getting interrupted. They might, they might be about to die. And they, like, they find, like, this cove and they're, like, doing it. And, of course, death ruins it by, like, screaming at them the whole time. But it's, like, you know, whatever. With her and death, it's, like, after all this bullshit happens... <laughs> And then after she thinks Jack, I mean, it's like two books. It's like, God damn, you made Jack wait like 40 pages. She's like, (laughs) she like runs to fight. She like wakes up. She's like, I'm going to do it with death. She's like, where's death? They're like, I don't know. He went to fix, he went to fix a satellite dish. (laughs) She's like, okay, I'll find the satellite dish. So like the wolf takes her and he's like. On a satellite dish, like, nailing... I don't know what the fuck. He's, like, nailing shit together. And she, like... And it's, like, starting to rain. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, death. It's now or never. We have to decide. Either we... Either we do this or we never do this. And he's, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And she's, like, I'm getting naked. She gets naked. And he's, like, oh, okay, let's do this. So they're, like, (laughs) stand-up sexing in a satellite dish in hail. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like, I am not shitting you. And like, they're both screaming. Like, there's always like screaming happening because they like feel so. I'm like, why are they yelling? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a moment and quote some Legally Blonde here. <laughs> well, my daughter said they hump like gorillas. So, <laughs> so I guess that's why. Read this fucking book is all I'm saying. I'm not selling it very well, but these books are a crack to me and I can't stop reading them. I just can't. So anyway, other other alternate titles that I've come up with. Yes, was, yes, please. Uh, give that bitch your library. Uh, that was that was Death's first move was to lend her the prince. I can't think of a sexier book than the prince. 
Um, <laughs> so then, off obviously, in reference to the story I just told you, I also have tales of t-shirt contests. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he also, uh, Death also likes to fuck around with, uh, with nipple showing. <laughs> and, uh, I also have show me how you want to dance. Because there's lots of weird dancing that turns on Death because he's old fashioned. <laughs> that, that just reminds me of a 98 Degrees song, Do You Want to Dance? Which is like perfect boy band accompaniment to, uh, to all of this. Perfect. Because, like, you think it's not, it's not like stripper dancing. It's just like, you know, swan like. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I have, I'm not threatened when you lock yourself in your room and cry about your dead boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes for both Jack and Death. <laughs> exactly. Um... And then my final one is the transporter will transport your face to his fist because there's lots of energy spent on not only how good of a driver and rider death is, but how like good of a fighter he is. So Jules, who is the tower, who's the guy that like slings lightning bolts at people, he like slings lightning bolts at death and death just like plucks them out of the air. It's just like, thanks. I could use this later. Uh, so anyway, yes, I'm Team Death. I'm very aware that Death is not the winning party in this game. Uh, <laughs> but that's just how I roll. That's how I roll, Elena. And also, I figured you'd be super Team Jack if you hadn't didn't hate the books. So. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty Team Jack. Uh, <laughs> it's more like ditch that Evie bitch, Dumbo. <laughs> like come find me in the apocalypse. <laughs> I'll make you happy. <laughs> Death can have her. <laughs> We'll, we'll repopulate the world when they're done with their fight. <laughs> it's kind of sad to me how, like, obsessed with Evie he is. Because it's like he knows he could do better. <sighs> but he can't help himself. He just can't help himself because of the way she smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which actually, I mean, that does kind of support an Arcana. Like, him being the, the card that's not in play because... You know, you have that weird like lure. They all they're all drawn to one another. Well, that would explain why he's yeah. drawn to her. You know, yeah, because he's an inactivated card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will be sure to tell you how it goes when the next book comes out, but I don't know when it does. Okay. But I will. I will give you all of the. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you may. You may. You may talk about these. The rundown as uh, as much as you want. Oh, if one question you'd ask like how uh, how awful was the the Cajun accent thing. Like, oh, yeah, I was actually much more bothered by the simple geography of it. Like, I'm not sure where <laughs> the basin is supposed to be or like where exactly she was supposed to be that like a bridge ride across the basin puts you out of Catholic country and into Protestant country. Because, I mean, I know there's lots of jokes about I-10 being the dividing line, but it's it's not quite that <laughs> close. I don't know. And also, well, and also, if they were that close to like the Atchafalaya Basin, why is there zero mention of either Baton Rouge or New Orleans, which are both pretty like major, you know, cities for that area? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, his uh, his, his Cajun accent, I don't know. It's like, it's it's not any worse than a. What was there's another book that I read that had somebody. Oh, it's not any worse than, than the romance novel I read that was literally a retelling of uh, the Polly Shore movie, The Son in Law, except in Cajun Country. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Count your blessings. 
but yeah, that's, I don't know. I liked them. Tarot cards are cool. I've learned more about tarot than I ever thought I would ever be interested in knowing. I keep Googling stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm like, uh, what does this card mean? What do they do? Um, <laughs> what do the symbols on the cards mean? <laughs> yeah, so, so that, that's actually a, one, one final question. Are, are, is there much of the kind of traditional card lore that's actually carrying through, or is it more somebody just, like, that she just kind of took the images and played with the images at face value versus what they are like symbols no i think it's card lore Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of card lore because like each of the characters has very specific um not just personalities but like compulsions and Mm -hmm. like way of way of being and like what was important to them and then like depending on how how traditional cards are connected um you know depends on like some of the relationships that are able to form or not form and She's also got she I think she I forget who who it's for. Oh, the the fauna card. I think she in the luck card, she talks about this in the story. There's like old-fashioned interpretations versus modern interpretations mm-hmm. and she kind of goes back to the older versions because that like she's I guess she preferred that for her story more than the mm-hmm. cuz like like uh the lady luck is actually like the fortune card and it's not I don't know. There's like a whole thing that Death talks about yeah, how look, like it's luck and all this stuff. I mean, there would be a huge difference between luck and fortune. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, the, I really like the powers. Like, the world card is really cool. The character is able to um, basically speed up or reverse time. Mm-hmm. So there's like there's like a whole plot point where she has to reverse time, and that's a thing. Um, Luck can obviously influence the outcome of certain events. Uh, the, you know, there's other cards that are more like straightforward, like the tower. He throws lightning at people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fool plays like a really long game where it's very like he's, you know, he he kind of is a master tactician. Mm-hmm. The magician tricks people. Uh, the emperor is like a, he's he's like a. I keep like relating them to X Men. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you know like he he can control like the earth right like they, they each have like elemental properties but mm-hmm. then like you know magical qualities it's just it's interesting i don't know i like it it's new to me because i don't know a lot about the tarot so i yeah. enjoy that part like when a new character comes in i'm like ooh, what's it mean yeah <laughs> so. well again like this 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 should have been like <laughs> i should have loved this okay i'm really i'm really <laughs> upset that it's written in a fucking genre i don't like and I can't relate to. I'm too old for this shit. Ah! Why couldn't it have just been some fucking dark fantasy books? That would have been awesome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought they would be like, you know, I read this in an afternoon. It was fun, but no, I made you. It's okay. It's okay. Like it was done with the best of intentions. I supported it. I was like, this is gonna be fucking great. And it's not your fault that like Evie. I'll gave just me be alone. Aneurysm. We're gonna we're I'll gonna just play be Evie alone on Twitter. Okay? Yeah, it's Evie's fault. Evie's fault. Everything is her fault. (laughs) Screw her, man. She sucks. I'm just going to be, it's going to be like three in the morning and I'm going to be like, hashtag Arcana Chronicles. (laughs) Does anyone care? (laughs) You just wait. When the TV show comes out, ground floor. Oh, there. Yeah. Well, I I think, Rachel, you should, uh, you should spend some time honing your call sign so that you'll be ready when the others start waking up. Oh my god, the call signs are great, and I have like Death doesn't have one because he can like mask it. But I think I think it's either Death 
is coming for you. Like, I, f- I feel like if death is coming, it's just it's too good. Uh, <laughs> I have I have theories. <laughs> and I think also, I think Jax is going to be I fall to ruin. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Not you. I'll see. I'll <laughs> I'll be I'll be waiting on tenterhooks to hear about it. Uh-huh, I'm sure you will be. <laughs> so what's our next book? Is it my turn to uh to um, write? Oh no, we have a guest. Yeah, we have a guest coming that she, that wanted to do a book with this. So Yeah, so episode 7 is going to be the Illuminae books, the first one in that trilogy. I think it's a trilogy and our guest is uh happens to be my boyfriend's sister who runs uh, a really cool website called youth book review so she, it's on tumblr it's so youthbookreview.tumblr.com she is a sinus illuminae it's one of her very favorite books it's sci-fi ya which is new new for both of us <laughs> yep 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 so we'll, uh... all right well uh i won't ask you your rapidity level but i will give you mine <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty clear I was not successfully converted. <laughs> so whatever rapidity how, level is, like, not a successful convert. <laughs> how likely are you to watch the TV show if it is ever made? It depends what channel it's on. If it's on the CW, like, zero. <laughs> I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Do you remember when we used to watch the Vampire Diaries together and I yes, had to stop watching yes. because it made, it like, created too much anxiety for me? Like... This this kind of like this kind of melodrama is not relaxing for me. Obviously, I feel like it was made for the CW. There's too much underage drinking for it to not be on the CW. I feel like that's like required. Uh, Yeah, I mean that is like the perfect home for it, unless it's like made into an anime, which would be a slightly more perfect home. My God, that would be so much better. I don't know. I Uh, I mean, I would I would give it a chance, honestly, um, at TV because then I don't have to be in Evie's head. So maybe like it won't be terrible if it if I don't have to like try and like yeah if i don't have to understand why she makes terrible decisions i'm like it's it's dramatic whatever Just, whatever, whatever 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 i i it would be nice if it was on like hbo or something because then mm. they'd have to age them up unless we wanted to watch kitty porn so oh yeah that's that's interesting <laughs> it just bothers me that they're 16 like i'm reading well, not it all of them are cutting people like some up. of them are like they're all teenagers well some of them are like all 18 or 20 which makes it so much better i don't know Oh, it's so wrong. I'm so old. All right. Well, (laughs) I will see you next episode. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)